Hey, what's up? This is Mike Fenoya, host of Amigos Podcast here on the Osiris Network. What is Amigos Podcast? Well, I am a stand-up comedian, writer for True TV's Impractical Jokers, and a music freak. So I invite my pals to come talk music, comedy, and everything in between. So uh, if you want to come hang, we'd love to have you. Thank you. Film and television podcast you didn't know you needed. I'm your host, Michael Shields, and we got a special episode for you today. And special episodes demand special guests. And uh, unfortunately, we don't have my co host, Brian Saxon, um, with us today. He's out doing his thing where he gavelants and travels across the land and comes back and just tells us how fucking awesome everything is. But we do have, uh, have with us today um, two awesome talented people. Uh, first up, we got Mike Fenoya. He is uh, a comedian and the host of the Amigos podcast. What up, Mike? Thanks for joining. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. Happy to have you here. And yeah, we also, totally. Yeah. We also have with us uh, another great mind, um, a podcaster, the host of Broke Down Palace, which is a Grateful Dead podcast, and also uh, one of the co-hosts of... It's Broke, Broke Down, Down podcast. podcast. I did the look I just got. Oh my god, the look I just got. Um, <laughs> you ever see I'm it sorry. for the listeners? Do you ever see it like when you try to take a dog's bone <laughs> and they get a head turn? Like a confu- That's what you gave them. Yeah. Oh man, now I'm sweating. Uh, and also the host. Watch me butcher this one of the Help and Friendly Podcast, the Fish Podcast. This is Jonathan Hart. Thank you, Jonathan, for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to uh, finally be here and do this. We've You've been a supporter of the show, and I appreciate that. I've heard you talk about it before. Which is awesome. So obviously you're a film buff. I yeah, I like movies and television, yeah. and I watch them endlessly when I'm not listening to Grateful Dead records. They're really they're really <laughs> special movies yeah. and television. They're really fun. Um, so what we're doing here today is a tribute to William Paxton, the American actor and director known for such films as Alien, Weird Science, Two Lies, Tombstone, Apollo 13, Edge of Tomorrow, Twister, and on and on and on. Uh, he also starred in HBO's Big Love, which. Um, 
earned him a bunch of Golden Globe nominations. He, uh, I don't know. I personally feel like I grew up with Bill Paxton movies and his films, and it's 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 kind of cool to pay tribute to him today. He he did pass in 2017 at the all too young age of 61, and in this episode, we're going to give all praise due to the fallen legend. So, Jonathan, this was actually your idea, this um, tribute episode. So, what's up? Well, th- this. It wasn't exactly my idea. Yeah. So you guys were, I don't remember who you were running through. I think it was a Schwarzenegger we episode. Did the Ar- we, just like this one, we did the Arnold Schwarzenegger episode. And you were yeah. talking about, I think, Commando and mentioned Paxton. Yes. And you kind of idly said, oh, we should do a Paxton episode. Was this my idea? You said, this is my idea. Yeah, dude. Fuck and, yes. And what and a humble I, host. <laughs> and then I, I tweeted at you as soon as I heard you say this. Please have me on uh, for to your do Paxton episode yeah. because I have seen many, 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 many of his things. Although, if you look at the guy's IMDb, yeah. no, I no, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> like I was seen, actually just rolling seen through it. So many, like, but there's yeah. just so much more. He has 97 credits to his name. 97 that's, film that's credits. Just acting credits. Acting too. credits. It does not include directing credits. That's only what that includes. Yes. Yeah, so you go through these all these dark horses. These, you know. I, we're, we're definitely going to go through them a little bit. Mike, what's, uh, you, I mean, you grew up with Bill just like the rest of us. Yeah, I mean. Bill, Bill was my uh, Little League baseball coach. <laughs> <laughs> I've known Bill. Me and his kid were uh, both up for third base. Yeah. I used to trip him. No, I, of course. It's, he's the Pax. Yeah, he's the Pax. You know what, though? <laughs> but I have to tell you, I'm a little bit of a, and it's the same with music, where yeah. I'm not statistical. Okay. I'm, I watch stuff, and I love it, yeah. and then I see that guy in another thing, and yeah. I'm like, that guy's great. Yeah, and I know that guy. as far as it goes, man. Yeah, and it's like, so, totally. So, so it's weird, like, the things that I'm weirdly nerdy about, I know that I love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, there are certain actors that would just, you know, whatever. They're the big, they're the greatest. The yeah. Most of them got me too But, um... <laughs> yeah, they keep ruining them. <laughs> yeah. The thing I love about Paxton... It's is, all I mean, he's all, all these, like... I mean, some of these movies, it's, it's, I'm looking at, Stripes was 1981, yeah. I was born in 79, yeah. so this, he's kind of been there for my whole life. That's what I'm saying, I grew up with Bill. Yeah, like, it's weird. Like, yeah. And, and just these cold classics, so many of the ones he's in, I mean, gets the nerdy films with all the aliens and the Terminators and all that, and then he just touches, I don't know, he touches yeah. a lot, he checks off a lot versatility. of boxes. Versatility. Bad versatility. Yeah. Um, and I think that's fun to think about. What is special about Bill Paxton? Why has he been able to be in all these films? I mean, you have any take on that? I mean, I, I mean, he he started as a young kind of goon mm. sort of character yeah. in a lot of his roles. Uh, I was 11 when Weird Science came out, yeah. so I just wanted to chime in on the growing up with Bill Paxton. Isn't it part, amazing? You know, because I watched that movie so many times because so I wanted to be those guys. Yeah. Those nerds, they seem reasonably cool to me. Yep, absolutely. Hell yeah. Shows yeah. how nerdy yeah. I was. No, yeah, no, no, I think no, all of us. No, yeah, um, dude. And Chet was a little scary. And um, <laughs> Chet was a lot of scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I think he could he could do a lot. He he actually was in with the like the Corman crew right uh, mm. early on, and yeah, that yeah. led to a lot of his early early work, mm-hmm. and it just kept him working. Yeah, and. He's got that distinctive draw. That's yeah. something to it. Um, he, he's, you know, he's he's kind of willing to come off as like an af- alpha male, um, but also as a buffoon. Like the combination of the alpha male buffoon, yeah, which is something totally. always kind of fun has, to has, laugh at and mock. He has great dry timing. Yes, he you does. Know, he's not an outright comedic actor, but he's funny. Yeah, mm. no question about it. Absolutely. He's, yeah. 
Was he theater? Was he was he theater? I saw no trained or school, nothing. In, in my, in I always wonder about that with yeah. the, with the dry wit and the timing because a lot of people that start in Shakespearean it's, it's, stuff. It's very possible. His, his father had some acting background in his thing, so you never exactly. I, I didn't see anything, and I, mm. I I I went in. Yeah, on the, you on went the research. Well, well, tell us what you found, though. If you, uh, I, well, so I, actually, I watched movies and things and rewatched movies yeah. and things. Tell us what you found. Uh, one fun fact, if we're doing some fun facts. Yeah, I, fun and, uh, facts. When he was eight, he was outside, and this has nothing to do with acting, but you know, you asked for something. Um, <laughs> he was outside the hotel where John F. Kennedy was walking out of uh, on the day of his assassination. So all these people are waiting. You should see this picture. It's just on his Wikipedia page. Um, and for some reason, they're holding up Bill Paxton, and there's a picture of all the crowd out there. Bill Paxton's up there on his day, so really? that means nothing. But it was just, I just, it's, and it's it funny. It's so does. high. You yeah, looked yeah. exactly the same then. Probably exactly, little, little Bill. Were, were you as a child anywhere where something big happened? Hmm. You know what I mean? No, no. no. I was, lived a very sheltered, nowhere yeah. existence. I think. Yeah, until you? I got to the island tour in my teens. So yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I mean, yeah. How does it Providence 94? Yeah, me yeah. too. They no, I'm Bowie, just trying man. to think, like, if, if that, if you're, if you, like, grow up a part of, if, if, you, if a story is told about a thing mm-hmm. you were at, you wonder as a kid how much creative nonfiction do you tell, where you're like, yeah. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Like, I totally, yeah, yeah. when he's trying to pick up a chick at a keg, yeah. like, in the, 60, yeah. the late 70s, <laughs> being, like, Smooth Bill. Yeah. He had the picture though. He's just like so, yeah, totally. Yeah, he probably it, kept it folded in his wallet. Yeah, he's like, you want to go yeah. French behind the. Uh... <laughs> he took it so far to where he saw the shooter. He saw <laughs> yeah, the he's like, totally. <laughs> he's like, well, we, we followed the motorcade. <laughs> yeah, um, right. um, so let's dig into some of his films. But real quick, um, I like to get the business out of the way. Um, Welcome to the Party Pal. It's part of the Osiris Podcast Network. It's a community podcast that brings you live events, all kinds of different podcasts. Um, videos, they're, they're up to, they're, they're busy, they're busy, OsirisPod.com. Both these gentlemen here have podcasts on the network, as I mentioned. Mike, tell us a little bit about Amigos. Amigos is, um, I'm a stand-up comic, I'm a comedy producer and uh, senior producer for the TV show Impractical Jokers, and I'm a music nut, and I invite comics, mm-hmm. artists, uh, like-minded people to come on and talk about uh, comedy and music and everything in between. Yeah. And uh, I'm having a lot of fun here on the network. Yeah, it's fun. You're, you're, it's just I was gonna say like the what I could really boil your show down to is a lot of fun. It's hanging out. I mean, but you've had great Thank guests. You. You've got Shane Mouse, Mouse, Moss, Moss. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's Shane's like, great. Yeah, Shane's um, really Artie great. Lang's been on. Cypher Sound's been on. Yeah. Um, you know, you talk about like you said, your music nut, like the Beastie by Beastie <laughs> Boys. Well, I'm words right now. Uh, Beastie Boys, the Deep Dive was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, there's, it's just fun. I love it, and yeah. I'm glad you enjoy it, and yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, and I'm very happy to be a part of the network, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Jonathan, tell us about your podcast. The Broke uh, Down Palace, it's called, right? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, the Broke Down Podcast is... is uh, well, it's a Grateful Dead podcast, but I don't just play Grateful Dead music. I'm really trying to put it into context both in its in its own time and now I have guests come on and try to figure out how they relate to the great music of the mm-hmm. Grateful Dead either they're either musicians or fans or what have you and we try to understand what it is this group has done for us yeah. Mm. so yeah I was going to ask you about that you've had some great artists on lately Garcia's, Peep- Garcia's Peoples uh, Chris Forsyth yeah, I, I, I said foresight. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. ask him. Absolutely, yeah, he didn't stop you though, did no, he? I didn't. I've, I've said it wrong. Um, uh, Elkhorn. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the idea was you're taking these artists are inspired by the dead, obviously. Or, at or least in they, some aspect. In some of aspect. Their lives. Yeah. yeah. Those are great interviews, man. That's those are great, great musicians. Yeah, I'm gonna tease an upcoming episode. Of, uh, Mike Fanoia will be. Oh, the, oh, the, damn. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. Soon, I so. should have probably listened to that before. It didn't come out. It hasn't come out yet. To make sure. It was. It was a fun talk, and it could have went. Hours longer. It may yet. Yeah. It may yet. Yes, <laughs> true. <laughs> so revisit it. So that's the broke down podcast. Awesome. So ninety seven rolls. I mean, we can't get into them all. Why would we? We wouldn't even know what's going on. But I mean, the first time I, I, I don't even think I realized I came upon him at the point was the Terminator. Mm. And you see, I mean, he plays he plays a uh, kind of like the punk leader. If you look up IMDb, he's a punk leader and. Um, Arnold rolls up naked after it's all going down, and it's the line. I think this guy's a couple cans short of a six pack, and uh, you know he played that role, uh, that type of thug in a bunch of. Um, he's like he, he's like a uh, he's like a confident uncle. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. He's like a, like a barbecue funny. Yeah. Where he's yeah, like well, yeah, you know what I mean? Like so, he's gonna pull those things out. Yeah, he's full of full of uh, one-liners. Just yeah, crazy one-liners. Yeah. Like I was just, uh, well, I just watched. I watched this eight-minute um, montage of all his clips. They get sentimental at the end. I was almost about to cry, but like oh, there's yeah. the Apollo 13 one, and we'll get through Apollo 13. But it, I'm so hungry, I could eat the ass out of a rhinoceros. And just like there's just like <laughs> all every film has one like that. It really does. I noticed that going as I went back and mm-hmm. watched a ton of stuff or rewatched a ton of stuff. Is maybe that's his that's his signature is that he can he can definitely pull a quotable line out of any script. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt about it. And I'm, I'm, I got a couple nuggets in my back pocket that I want to talk about in that vein. But uh, I, you know, Terminator—that's kind of one of those ones where you look back and just found it. I mean, Weird Science is when he came into all of our lives, as oh, far as I'm concerned. I mean, that's yeah. 1985. He was Chet Donnelly. I mean, it's that's where that's that's where it went down, right? That was on a tape on a VHS with Harry and the Hendersons. Oh. And and uh, short circuit. I remember wow. this. That was we used to try to get three to four totally movies. Three three was a good number. Three was good. all of them. I'm picturing my parents roll out VHS. Yeah, three was a good. And number. it was like you'd, you'd, you'd see like Teen Wolf scratched out, but then you'd have, you know you have to set it to the EP setting on the longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. worst quality, yeah, but yeah. you know, yeah, totally. But I remember Weird Science was what a triple header. Yeah, totally. Harry and the Hendersons and. And uh, that was Lithgow, I yeah, think. it was. Yeah. But that weird science oh, yeah. was, was like his sexy, sexy nerdy, hysterical, yeah. funny sci-fi, 80s, all in one. Yeah. He was just perfect in it. Absolutely. Yeah. You two donkey dicks couldn't get laid in a morgue. Absolutely. The, uh... Donkey dicks. Yeah, this is on you. So, <laughs> Alliteration. Um, he admitted right. that he drew inspiration um, from <laughs> this role and another one of his sleaziest roles from his father. Can you think of the other uh, sleazy role off the top of your head real quick? <sighs> Sleazy roll. Um, You're gonna fucking kick yourself. It's yeah, this, this yeah. is. I, I threw up a softball. I didn't, I didn't think I'd get a. But the I said, Navy SEALs character. No, or? it's uh, Simon from True True Lies. Oh um, right. But so he, what he would do, and we were talking about those lines. He would actually take those lines from his father. So like the line where he said. Um, when they're all hungover, he's like, nice greasy pork sandwich served in a dirty ashtray. That's straight from his dad. 
It's great. Yeah. And like, wow. Yeah. So it's so it was, guy. Yeah. I guess he says it when he talks about it. He talks about it lovingly. Yeah. Like in uh, Two Lies, he says, you know, got a pair of titties. Makes you want to stand up and bug, <laughs> beg for buttermilk. That's like straight from his dad. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. So like maybe like these lines we were talking about are all, you know. But that's yeah. great though. Yeah. I mean, that's like, do you I guys do that? Like, do you guys quote your, like, <laughs> no. my dad I, says I, one all the time that he's like, like if, if he's not into something, mm-hmm. like. Fish. I've talked to him about. I'll, I'll play something for him, and he'll go. There's an ass for every seat, which just means that, like, yeah, I, you know, like it's not my thing, but yeah. I, you know. And I'm just yeah. like, I guess that makes sense, you know. But it's and, and I, I say I've I've caught myself going. Oh, there's, there's an ass for every seat, every seat. Yeah. and I'm like, what? I guess I that's that about not condescending. <laughs> yeah. How do I take it? <laughs> yeah. I, I I think I have like lamer quotes from my grandfather like, you? you know you know when you arrive somewhere in the car and everybody out of the pool we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're in the car oh, yeah, you yeah, know he would shout things like that and yeah yeah so that, but nothing like my dad let me down not being like a one liner <laughs> he probably was a great dad <laughs> yeah, he did, he did. Yeah. that's he all took, I he took me to UConn dad. games that's all I care about you're a UConn fan too right? yeah dude yeah we got that yeah Connecticut boys yeah um so next I'm gonna roll through these cause it's just there's I mean what else can we do here? I mean, Aliens, Private Hudson, 1986. So, is there if, if any oh com- anything comes in between, stop me and just do you. You know what I mean? Mm. Aliens is just the next one that jumps out. Because what am I skipping over? Uh, I mean, Commando, but it's a small. I think it's so small. Yeah, it's, it, it's it was almost it's it's it didn't have much. It's, he was you know labeled intercept officer and that it was right, just it didn't have much. But I mean, Aliens that that's that's a big deal. It's mm-hmm. iconic, right? It's so iconic. Michael Bine, let's I think we need to point out that he is a reoccurring presence in the catalog of mm. Bill Paxton. You mm-hmm. see him in so many <gasps> Paxton films. Yeah. So I'm just gonna shout him out when I see them. We'll probably just skip over him, yeah. but he's in there. Yeah. Um and it was like uh I mean, first of all, that movie's amazing. Aliens is Absolutely like, unbelievable. Cameron transforms uh Alien into a completely different genre yep. and just blows the door out. Absolutely, an amazing movie. And one of those rare instances where the second one just like holy, fuck. yeah, right. you know, stands like, up. Yeah, yeah, stands up. And um, with some Guns and Roses in the, uh, or no, that was Terminator Two. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm on the wrong pack. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong yeah. sequel. Yeah, wrong sequel. Great song. Great song. Great song. Yeah. Great song. You can bring you can bring up Guns and Roses in, each, in <laughs> any of these films we talk about. Um, Neil Blomkamp. He's the guy. I, I think he's got he's got a hold of the Alien franchise. Oh, he, yeah. um, I'm, it keeps going back and forth with that, and you know whatever nerd article I read, which happens. Um, he uh, he wants to find a way to kind of revive Hicks somehow in future installments, whether the prequel or, or like I don't know. They can do anything now. So, but wow. you just see, it, it is yeah. such an iconic character, as totally. we said. And, you know, his breakdown is just everything. Just the game over, man. Like, it's it's just, it's awesome. I mean, and that goes back to what I was saying about, like, this, it starts out with this, you know, bravado, and he's just, like, he fucking thinks he's, you know, the shit. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it's, it's oh, yeah, kind of they, fun to see that bully break down. Yeah, totally. They're waking up, and he's like, anybody ever mistake you for a man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such, yeah. She destroys him, you know. No, destroys you. Him. Exactly. Um, she's a boss. Yeah, yeah, she's a boss. And then, but... By by the end, yeah, there's the game over man. Why don't you put her in charge, yeah. man? And you know, yeah. all of yeah. that stuff is just, just pure vulnerability. God. It actually it heightened the tension in the it film. Really did. If, if someone as tough as supposedly tough as him is all fucked up, I mean, we're all fucked. Yeah, yeah. you know, 
Yeah, you, you really You're right. Start. That is true. Yeah, yeah that's kind of like yeah. you know we go down with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of tra- I was yeah. gonna I was gonna crawl in behind that guy. And now, <laughs> now look at him. <laughs> he, he's crying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this exactly. is going well. Yeah, let's just fucking <laughs> give up. Fucking whatever. Um, so that's eighty six. 87 comes with Near Dark. And do you guys mess with Near Dark? Because I'm thinking that there is a bunch of people listening to this podcast that are like, these guys are sleeping. It's like a cult classic. It's like a campy 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is? Yeah. Yeah. I have seen this movie, but I cannot for the life of me bring it up in my mind. It's a Catherine Bigelow. It is a Catherine Bigelow. Which again, ties back to that uh, Gorman camp yeah totally yeah yeah i mean so uh she actually hit up james cameron she's like do you mind if i start picking uh picking at your cast a little bit and they were actually married at that point they were still there. i believe yes yeah they were um yeah and so i i don't have too much to say about it it's actually after doing this there's like i have like a handful of things i'm excited to go back and dig into yeah this is yeah. one i like that's like up out. there and i just yeah. know i like that dumb shit yeah, totally. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I like absolutely. that dumb shit. I like that dumb shit. I'm not against it. Um, <laughs> Dane in Navy Seals was in 1990. Oh my God. Jonathan, this movie. The mic is yours. I watched this movie <laughs> like yeah, take it away, three buddy. times, but there's another 1990 film I want to get to after it. Uh, okay, good. But um, you know, Charlie Sheen and Michael Bine, once again. I love this. Uh, it's a great cast. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in uh, Virginia Beach. And so they actually shot seven, a five, lot seven. of this. Yep. Well, it was 804 back then. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they changed the color? Yeah, they had, they had to add one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, right. So, so uh, a lot of this stuff was shot on location in Norfolk mm-hmm. in Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that. Like It's very familiar and weird to see uh, if you're from there or been there yep. back then. Um, including like on... You know the full cooperation of the Navy. This was like another Top Gun for yeah. the Navy, yeah. except not that great. Uh, Dennis Haysbert uh, yeah. is the Goose character, I yep. guess. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, well poorly. said. Yeah. You know they had they even. I mean, they even had the local TV channel, the Wavy TV Ten. Mm-hmm. They're so. America's secret weapon against terrorism. They were. They were back <laughs> Mike, before that's terrorism. Exactly was they were. That's exactly what they were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean. I, I don't I don't I don't even know I, I, I this movie it baffles me yeah. that that somebody cut it to play like this yeah. because it just doesn't make sense Would when you, you watch this movie it doesn't what? make sense it's in, just oh yeah it does like it. I, they thought this was this was their product <laughs> yeah it was pretty weird wasn't it it was so, it was somebody's baby right. it was definitely somebody's baby and they they cut it that way that's um. The God Goes Thermal scene is a great Paxton scene, though. Yeah. That's when, when he, uh, you know, they're talking to him. All oh, shit's going to shit. Um, I was thinking about it a little bit, and I was watching it recently, just uh, how dark it was. Do you guys watch Game of Thrones? Are you no. caught up? Huh? No. Hey. Yeah. All right, there's this little controversy. I'm like, but, but like about yeah, I'll like, never watch it. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. All right, we're good. Let's go. <laughs> um, there's a controversy about, about how it's dark. Uh, Game of Thrones, spoiler, whatever, you're caught up. Yeah. Um, uh, like there's a, a night battle that was shot in the dark. Oh yeah, I heard but that. it's it's nighttime. Yeah, and everyone's like, why can't, can't I see, see something? It. But it's nighttime. Yeah, and so I was thinking about it. there's a, there's a couple I know what you were talking about how it's not shot and it's not a perfect movie by any means, but like some of these scenes are really heightened by this darkness and like yep. like these corner turns. And I was thinking, I'm a huge fucking Skate from New York fan. Yeah, that movie's like you can't see shit totally. And dude. like that's yeah. like kind of the idea. Yeah. 
And so you know, on the opposite side, uh, the FX show Fargo. Yes. Uh, did you watch that? Yes. yes. Jonathan, please. No, sorry, oh. cable. I don't have the. the oh cable, yeah. So. I'll, I'll catch it. I, I, I'm. I'm the. I think it's one of the best shows on. It television. was phenomenal. Yeah. But do you remember how it was like a whiteout? Oh. And you couldn't see. Remember, yes. like I don't want to ruin anything, but there, you know, a certain person killed a certain person. Yep. yep. Because it was such a white. So white out. And same thing. They're I love putting you moments. in that. They're putting Sam you in it. Yeah. Movies. They're putting you in yeah, it. And man. I get. I mean, I get. I just. I like. I get. You want to see. Uh, but yeah. like, also one of the, the thing about war movies. I mean, I mean, Private Ryan puts you in the boat. Right. You know, like the idea is to put you in apocalypse the apocalypse now. In, in apocalypse now. The yeah. best directors find ways to put you in the moment. Yeah. yeah. They. they Bring you into the uh, the horror of yeah. the moment. Well, that's like when uh, I guess um, you know during Jaws, during the filming of Jaws, it yeah. was like a very uh, avant garde move at the time where they would put a camera in a box and float it on the water. Yeah, so you yeah. Can get that. So view you go up and down, Chief Brody from the water, yep. and it's kind of you know yep. the dripping and the. I like that. Quite, you can get quite seasick totally. watching those movies. So yeah, absolutely. And that's um, I mean credit to the filmmaker because right. I mean you're in the you're in the boat, right? You're in the water, you're yeah. in the boat. So they. Um, Bill Paxton's character was called. He was his nickname was God. Yeah, his call sign. God, right? was, God he was the sharpshooter. Yeah, he was. He didn't have a lot of lines. He did not. This, uh, but it was pretty punchy. Um, and they did this ridiculous golf scene. And I, I, I'll confess, I, I, I read this bit in IMDb oh, yeah, yeah, that um, they were um, they were going to play touch football, but Bill actually said, this is too much like the volleyball scene in Top Oh, Game. yeah. And, uh, so it would have been. So I'm with Bill. Paxton actually directed with a second unit the golf scene. No way. Yeah. Yeah. That they used? Yeah. Wow. He's like, so you're telling me a guy on set and actors like, I'm not done with this. I'm going to go over here, direct my own little short. Yeah. Bring it back, and right. that's uh, he went to him. He was like, "Yeah, we got, we can do better." <laughs> and and also um, uh, related to that is that uh, Leary, played by Rick Rossovich, is seen wearing a Martini Ranch T-shirt mm. during the golf scene, mm-hmm. and that was uh, Paxton's band in the yes. 80s. Yes, Paxton yeah. had a band in the eighties, yeah. Martini Ranch. I'm glad you brought that yeah. up. I love Easter that? eggs. Like, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. I live for Easter eggs. Me too. That's, that's yeah. what it's all about. <laughs> I mean that's the joy of being in some of the music we're into. Absolutely, like, like, yeah. yeah. Do that. Do that weird little thing. Do that weird little tease. Jonathan, you were gonna say there's another 19 movie, 19 movie because I'm brain dead. Brain dead. Tell me. Oh my god. So uh, this was like a Corman type picture. They actually got this script out of a bin. Mm. It was written in the '60s, and I can't remember the writer's name uh, at this moment, but it'll. Come to me yep. and be here in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Charles Beaumont, he was like a, he wrote like a Twilight Zone yeah. episodes or something. Yep. And he wrote this for Corman in the 60s and it didn't get made. And so they were going through the bin and found this one and decided to make it. And it is a ridiculous movie. Yeah. It has, it, but it's not terrible at the same time. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, you, ridiculous does you, not have you're, to be You're just you're signing up for a B movie. It feels in every way like a B movie. Yeah. But it's got Bill Coleman. And Bill Paxton, same movie. Wow, Bud Court. I used to mix them up sometimes when I was saying that. Like, yeah, talking about like, yeah, but yeah. go on. Bud Court yep. is in it. Yep. Um, and it's uh, it's actually uh, kind of interesting. Bill Pullman is a scientist working with brains, and Paxton is a kind of a sleazy 
business guy for the pharmaceutical company yeah. trying to sleazy. convince him of that's yeah, yeah that's trying sleazy. to you know he's in the nice suits trying to convince Pullman to you know do work for their company and you know then there's this whole like mind fuck thing where they make Pullman feel like he's going crazy and, and Pullman does the we will not go quietly into that good night speech at the end of it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the good thing about knowing you're going into a B movie is that you're your expectations are so low that even if it's mediocre, you're like, this was wonderful. It yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. if you go into yeah. something and you're like, eh. Yeah. You know, like, there, there, I, I won't don't, I won't jump ahead, but there's one that's a straight up B-movie. It's way ahead. It's, it's yeah, way cool. Ahead, but, this yeah. is one of those two, and um, if yes, you don't right. know it's a B-movie when you put it on. You're like, what the? The very first scene, you can tell the production values and the lighting, in the very first scene... Pullman walks into this, his assistant in the lab is has a face stretched out. Remember um, 12 Monkeys, the yeah. 12 Monkeys film where they had the, the old people who, you know, had their faces stretched yep, out yep. like flat. Well, this is just a face and he's stimulating it with electricity or something to make it move. And and then there's a wall full of jars with brains in them. And now you know you're in a B movie. Yeah, yeah, this is, it's it's a, a C movie. It's yeah. great. It's, 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 it's right it actually the... it buckle up for that ride. Yeah. It's, it's it's kind of fun. Yeah. No, that's that's on my um, now on my to list watch. of what yeah. to watch and things. So it's interesting to note that all these ones we're talking about before, he's never really, you know, it's all like these character actor roles. He's mm. just kind of you know. Supplementing everything else that's going on, so we're you know sometime after 1990, I think I think you can pinpoint 1992 with the movie One False Move as his main starring starring role. I, I think I'm right about that, um, you know. And then he obviously gets bigger uh, around 93 and removes. We'll so because I mean 93, he was in Tombstone. Yeah, oh, yes, big yeah. fan. <laughs> I just rewatched that again. I watched yeah. it. it a while how many back times? Are, I, I think, I think I'm like nine train. or something. Like I got yeah, to my that, I mean, yeah, that's a that's one that just it hits. Sunday afternoon. Val Kilmer. Over, Val Kilmer. Uh, that's the pre Jim Morrison. The Val Kilmer when he wasn't crazy. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Dynamite cast start to finish. Yep. And really I don't know is. about you guys, but I'm a I'm a Western freak. Love love Western. Love. Anything Western. Michael Bynes. Once again. Once again, Michael Bynes. Thank you for keeping the pull that lever. That's important. Uh, I mean, this 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 lineup is just. What I mean, are some of your favorite restaurants? Uh, westerns, restaurants. <laughs> I want to know that too. <laughs> uh, well, I like a couple western restaurants. Yep. Uh, I go all the way back to the good, bad, the ugly. Yeah, I like uh, Sam all Peck Clint Eastwood stuff. stuff and, the, yeah, yeah and, I, I I really. Um, I mean, I don't know if you call it like hateful eight. I love anything yeah, that's in that kind yes. of like that. That that world is is amazing no to me. Um, is it weird that I like Higgins? I the love. Young Guns thing. A young lot? Guns no. is great. We're, yeah. we're the bon right Jovi, It's dude. the right age, right? Yeah. Shot down a blaze of glory. That's it. Yeah. Finally, I got the the song matching the the right the right movie. <laughs> but um, no, this one was up, definitely up there with one of my favorites. I think yeah, that a lot I agree. Of, a lot of anything that involved like. Uh, like 310 to you or to, to 310 Yuma. to Unum was oh, great. I love Bo- that. Both of them. Yeah. Both. So, I loved both of them. I, and then any of like the Paul Newman uh, rap. Paul Newman, I think, is my favorite actor of all time. Yeah. Wow. And cool. I think cool. that uh, anything him and Redford. Yeah. I just love yeah. so much. Like, it's all you know, good. Like Butch Cassidy and the whole. That's great. 
my dad was a huge Western guy. So I don't have a lot of quotable quotes from my father, but I do have a love of Westerns from him. So mm. we, used to, we used to watch them all the time. I still, like, regularly on Father's Day and whatever, I'm just like, oh, this was re- criterion of, you know, 310 to Yuma awesome. and stuff. And all of awesome. these classic, classic stagecoach. Anything um, like that is so fascinating. I, I, I watched High Noon with my son a few weeks ago. It's like, he's 11. It's like, son, it's time for High Noon. How do you take it? He watched. He said, yeah. "Watched the whole thing." He's like, "Wow, I like those cool. writer passages." And, uh, so your dad gave you great one-liners. Your dad gave you this. John Wayne <laughs> and westerns. And your dad gave you good hair. Good, good hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're looking at two. You know, <laughs> um, we, we look like we look like pool floats that have seen better days. <laughs> uh, Charlton Heston. Yeah. Oh my God, the cast is insane. It really is. Powers Booth, Dana Delaney. Kurt Russell, Sam Elliott. Billy and Bob Thornton in yeah. a small role early on. Yeah, it was just an unbelievable Billy Bob's movie. got good ties Jason to um, Priestley. Uh, Paxton, too. Yes. Um, and one of those was what I was just talking about, One False Move, and then we'll soon be talking about uh, A Simple Plan. It's yeah. fantastic. But Maddie that's, gets that's... off the train and immediately goes looking for laudanum. Mm-hmm. I, the, mm-hmm. the, re- yeah. the reality, of the, not, maybe it's not reality, but... Yeah. The world in which they, these people live in this movie is so great. Yeah. Uh, Paxson's got a great, another great one-liner when they roll into first roll into town into Tombstone and they like see the ladies over there. He says, "Hot damn, this town, this Berg's jumping." You know, <laughs> Berg. Berg. You know, his dad said yeah. that yeah. driving yeah. in right. like a Corvair or something. <laughs> Berg's jumping. This Berg's jumping. Poor Morgan. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't go well for no. What a great Thanks. movie, though. But honestly, it, really? classic, absolute classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, and not too many, um, True Lies is a classic. I mean, it's Jamie it, Lee, it's in a different way. Yeah. It's just like I, it's you know, as as anyone who's listened to this podcast knows, after listening to the Arnold uh, episode, I mean, obviously, I was all in on Arnold, so I was still deeply with him with True Lies. But one of the takeaways of True Lies that really blew my mind was Bill. Yeah, like he was okay. just—he was such like amazing comic relief. He was—he, I mean, in, not only was it just the comic relief, he's really driving the plot forward in a lot of ways. Um, he, I mean, so like this is kind of—you can think about now his relationship with Cameron at this point. Obviously, Cameron and him—they're boys. They yeah, like man, working right. together. Uh, they met uh, working on 1981's alien ripoff called Galaxy of Terror. Um, Cameron was a second unit. Director, I'm not even sure. I'm sure Bill was, you know, who knows, you know, gaffing or something, doing something small. Key grip. Key, 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 key grip at that point. But I mean, if you think of everything they worked on together, I mean, you know, Cameron was smart enough to keep coming back to Bill. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. He knows. <laughs> James knows. I just love when there's that, when a, when a director finds their crew. Yeah. And they just work together oh, so well, and yeah. it's just like it's really amazing to see. You like, know? I think about that when I watch. Um, I, I just recently rewatched The Departed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just thinking about that team, yeah. and yep. it's just like that's such an unbelievable. Yeah. Like, you know, Nicholson, DiCaprio have done so much great stuff, and yeah. that's just such a it, just that whole connection is just. I mean, just Scorsese, Scorsese and Leo, like just that, everything that's they what I mean, together. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, they're just like we're good. Especially you get that director and that main lead, and just like it's a. I think that 
that becomes like their muse, the director's muse or the writer, especially if they're writing it. And, like, I'm and conversely, I think that sometimes the lead guy goes, hey, I, I have an idea for this. Yeah, yeah. And then they take it and spitball it. And it's that nice kind of, you know, tennis yeah. match of a relationship, which That's is huge. Absolutely. Yeah. Never, never would have expected to see Leo DiCaprio as that guy with Martin Scorsese. No way. All I mean, no. you know, it makes sense now. Yeah, no, now, in great, hindsight. Remember when he was, he was in Growing Pains as the kid that, that they adopted. The Seavers adopted him and he stole yeah. Maggie Seavers' jewelry and sold it. <laughs> he was trying to... That, that basketball was diary. Yeah. Remember yeah. that one? Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, for that, that Gilbert yeah. Grape. Yeah. Yeah. He was good in that. He was great. Yeah. yeah. He was good in that. He went full... <laughs> he went full... Yes. Yeah, he owned that devil. Um... You watched, I know, Jonathan, the other day, um, Apollo 13. I did. So I, that's, that's, that's like, I feel like he's truly blown up by Apollo 13. Oh, yeah. I mean. Um, well, just they, look who he's standing next to. Yeah, and they, they, won, they, they won a Screen Actors Guild for this. They, uh, and that's basically an outstanding cast, and he's part of that outstanding cast. Um, it was beaten by Braveheart for best pick. What was funny, hmm. would you go, who would, would you Braveheart? Or? I, I've never watched Braveheart. Holy fuck. Really? So there, there's they, your answer. There's your answer. You ever watched fun. Braveheart? Would, no. No. I'm Have not you ever a... watched The Patriot? It's no. basically just the, no. the Revolutionary War <laughs> version of Braveheart. No. <laughs> it really is. It it's is. almost like Mel Gibson no was like, a, like an action figure yeah, and you got a back. new costume. Totally. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, well, Heath never... Ledger stood out in that. Yeah. That was a Heath Rest Um... That a was a weapon as far as I go with Mel Gibson. Yeah, <laughs> it's it was, yeah. <laughs> no, I just Sorry. I just got lost. <laughs> you guys I threw you off. Threw me for a loop. Um, what a great movie, though! Really, oh, really great God, movie. So it really incredible. one of the best of the years. Uh, I, I think the not seeing Braveheart thing is something I didn't expect to come yeah, up. Yeah, that was a curveball. <laughs> <That was, no. laughs> I got I got a couple. Even just by spots. accident. You know, yeah, you like, just like, like, like you're on a plane, and it's like, oh yeah, all right, I'll watch it. We have four. Hours. So when someone's like makes yeah. the reference of like my freedom, or like there's a bunch of like, I, I you I've get been it. around. You get I know what that is. Yeah. I just I'm not not yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I you know what I I respect that sort of stance. Next up um, on my list, obviously I know you guys got your list there to jump in, but it's Titanic. Oh yeah, you went. Wh- I, I, I went. Oh wait, no, I went. I went two years. So there's Twister, but that's cheesy, cheesy as fuck. But but Twister's is it's important huge. in his story. But right before that, yeah. Frank and Jesse. Okay, go. This movie is not great. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's great. It like I I don't even know. It's another western. So oh yeah yeah it's never um, heard of it. It's Jesse James. Oh there it is. Rob Lowe as Jesse James. So there's that. Okay. Um, Bill Paxton is his brother Frank, and it is pretty lightweight production value, but not bad. I mean, it's wow. like not a high rated totally. film, but but if you're into westerns, and, yep. I mean, it's it's, it's established it's fascinating here. to watch. I'm yeah. gonna check that um, out. Yeah, I think that's Paxton cool. Is the brother. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I would actually. just like to say uh, props to you for like going above and beyond with the research. At one point, like I was talking to Jonathan, I'm like, "Hey, you know, are we doing this?" He's like, "I just watched the Colony. Hell yes, we're doing this." <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, this obviously showing that you're all in and like, yeah. th- like bringing that nugget. I mean, that, now I'm fascinated to see that. And I knew, you know, there's 
with 97 film rolls, we can only do so much, but that's cool. I'm glad to and, get those little ones. Twister, like, yeah, it's a cheesy film. I did film, not mean, I actually was looking it's over kind it. Of a, it is it's a important. for his career. It's important to talk about what his career is. It, was a, it was a big movie it was a for huge, effects at the time. Absolutely. I, I went to see it in the theater. I'm like, I need to see this shit. Yeah, totally. You know? I saw it in the theater the week after my daughter was born. Yep. Fourth of July week. She was in the hospital. Uh-huh. With jaundice, you know, she's yeah. not a big thing, but she was it's the first. Of, she was back in the hospital, and she spent about a week yeah. trying to get you know all this stuff right. And we had just been staying there and staying there and staying there. And finally, like you know, our parents were like, "You guys, you guys need to leave. Yeah, go a block away, go see a movie or something. Just get out of here." So we wouldn't saw Twister. I can't think and of a more cathartic thing than just yeah, like the popcorn. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, no, it's like no, just popcorn breaking balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. It's, it's, no, it's, that's like the popcorn film of the time. Just watching. Right. Like, yeah, it's totally. Good. Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman runs out and he's like, "It's coming!" And then Bill looks at the screen and goes, "It's already here." Yeah. <laughs> Such a great line. <laughs> Carrie Elwes, Jamie yeah. Gertz. You know, I, I know that Alan Hunt. Yeah, Alan Hunt. Yeah, you know, yeah. What? I know we kind of blew by True Lies, but at the time. That was an enormous movie. Huge. It really was. Oh, yeah. And that was like a, the biggest thing. Jamie Lee Curtis was, you know, she became a little bit of a, uh, you know, those legs. Yeah. <laughs> those, we're talking about the legs? <laughs> I'm trying to keep your podcast cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trust me, Brian Saxon is on this podcast. He's, he's not afraid to... Uh, In this climate, I'll yeah. go with legs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um... Yeah, no, we did blow by True Lies. I was thinking about his breakdown in that, too. He holds mm-hmm. him over, like, right. he's about to drop him off, but he's like, hey, holding up, it's pathetic. Like, yeah. it's, it's another, like, he's just a gem of a character actor. Truly, yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 Um, really I also think I blew by Twisters, because I'm, I'm excited to talk about um, Titanic 1997's Titanic. Because, do you guys know the PCP story? Tell me the PCP story. It's real. Story. It's real. It's, all right. I haven't even told it, and I'm like trying to tell you. <laughs> so um, you can go and watch a Larry King interview, and it's so funny because Larry King drops this dime on him, like he knew, and he's like, he's all serious, Larry King, and he's like, so tell me about um, onset of the Titanic when um, the uh, clam chowder was laced with PCP, and like, like I'm just like, what, 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 and so. Bill, like, uh, just doesn't even blink an eye. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, that was wild. He's like, and he talks about how there's two sets, and on one set, they were doing something. On the other set, was more a little loose. They were building, and so he went back to that set, and him and James Cameron, they're eating clam chowder, and they go back to their, um, uh, you know, room, whatever what they call it, the thing. And um, Trailer? Trailer, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's um, a room with walls. Room of walls. It's got the host of the film and television podcast <laughs> can't say trailer. Um, and all of a sudden, you hear sirens outside. And he's not fucked up yet. He gets fucked up. And just like all of a sudden, they're going like trailer to trailer, and like they come to his door. They're like, "You all right? <laughs> he said, you fine?" And he's like, "Yeah. Why? Why?" And it was. They're like, "Well, you know, the you ate. The, did you eat the clam chowder?" He's like, "Yeah, I ate the clam chowder." They're like. All right, so well, there was a piece of pee in it, and you know, kind of brace yourself. Get ready, bro. Get ready, and he's yeah. just like, and he was so cool about it. He's just chill. He's like, you know, I just, you know, I did start seeing people freaking out on set, but he's like, yeah, I went and got a case of beer, 
and just like drank Fucking it. Fucking animal. Animal, man. <laughs> I love it. Animal. My question is, what the hell are they eating clam chowder for on a movie <laughs> set? That's balls right there, dude. Right. I've been on sets for the Jokers, and we keep it plain Jane, dude. We're eating turkey and bread, and you know, no one's breaking out clam chowder. Every now and then we'll have a Mexican day. Yeah. But no way are we doing clam so chowder. Like, and then really? trying to film an act. It's like rolling the dice. <laughs> that yeah, it is, man. Absolutely. PCP uh, in it. I love that. That's very who prankster. Is they, it's who's yeah, who's the who's the prankster here? Like it's not, know, know, not alcohol. Some PA was <laughs> like got fired and he's like, fuck this fuck shit. This. They're all I'm bringing this movie I'm down. Bringing, with I, it. You're doing the Denzel. I didn't know you got wet. Because <laughs> 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 that's, that's PCP I, too. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's wild, dude. So that's all so you yeah, acted on. So now I'm interested in that movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was. <laughs> I went to Titanic on a date. Mm. I fell asleep. I woke up. Everyone was dead. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, that movie stunk." I was just like, I didn't really care. It was too long. Yeah, Leo was whatever. I was. I think it was when that come out. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. My senior year in high school. Yeah, and I remember. Yeah, I went. I was Truman Show came out right around that mm-hmm. same time, and I was more going that route. Yeah. Sure. And this was a date movie. It was. Afterwards, though, I think people I totally, want to see the boat. Yeah, everyone totally. wants to see the boat. Yeah, go down. but you know they're redoing. They're re- Are they they're, they're making a replica Titanic to do that same journey. That sounds like a good idea. Actually, <laughs> yeah. it should be a lot. Flint, your, Flint doesn't have icebergs. clean water, but we're gonna rebuild a new. Uh, I'm um. I've been horribly in love with Kate Winslet for about 25 years. So yeah. It's, it, that was you know I was. There you go. People were there for the boat. Um, yeah, you, but, were, you were there for the boobs. No, it's, it's more. She's it's it's, it's her aura, her or something special. We'll her, her legs. She's, she's a classic beauty. She is. She's amazing. She's an amazing actress. I, I'm, I'm I'm such a fan. A Simple Plan came out in '98. Oh my god! Uh, it's it's. I love this movie. So I don't think I had seen this yeah. movie since probably when it came to video or whatever. Yeah. '99. Yeah. Um, and. So it was almost entirely fresh for me when I watched oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah, almost. Well, what did you think when you had that feeling? Oh, jeez. Yeah. So it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, I, mean, it's, I wouldn't, and I, I could be wrong. I'm just kind of, you know, the hyperbole of this moment. But, like, it, this could be the best film that, I don't know. It's just, I, I just know, think it's, it is, it, it's, it's really so one good. of the most, Billy Bob's like, just films. brilliant in it. Billy, mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, it's a complete, like, deep psychologically deep it's like it's I think Bridget Fonda is really good yeah. you know the uh the pull like so can we we can spoil this it's been it's, long it's, enough right it, yes absolutely so, and, you know this this bag of money just pulls everybody away from yeah. their moral center yep. right and Paxton is like the guy who's got one he's not only got a moral center but he's like kind of calloused by it. He's like, by, by God, I stayed and took care of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family yeah, yeah. High, a little high and mighty. Yeah, right? a little yeah. bit high yeah, and mighty, yeah, yeah. He's, which he's good at. And, yeah. You know, and, uh, and, and and he finds this and he's like tempted and, and he looks to Bridget Fonda to like, to keep him on his course and she is not there for that. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> you know? And then, uh, and, and the reality is, is that even though he, judges his brother Billy Bob so mm-hmm. harshly he doesn't respect him at yeah. all he's the one who actually has the moral center yeah. and it's just oh, it's yeah. heartbreaking heartbreaking mm. film you've seen this anytime like 
I was going to watch, but you ruined it. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I saw it a long, long time ago. Yeah. And I would, I I'm definitely going to go back and watch it again. I think, yeah, I was just going to say, that. how profound was that That pitch? was beautiful. Like, yeah. what you just said, like, I'm call I've you. seen it recently, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going back with that in my... Like, Billy no, Bob so good. got the nomination. Yeah. But Bill Paxton is really, like, doing the lifting. I like, think that okay. we're, we're close to Big Love. Well... Go on. His old man was in the movie. Yes. John Paxton was John in Paxton. it. Yes, he was. That's a big deal. Yeah. He looks like the type of guy, look at the, he, he looks like the type of guy that would say those say, things. Say, say, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, like really weird stuff. Nice like greasy pork like sandwich <laughs> served on a dirty ass tray. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> wow, that's skeevy. <laughs> I wouldn't he, kick her ass. You know what, I always, I always feel bad. That's a picture of him at his older age. I know, he looks like, like a wet bag of onions. Yeah, <laughs> melting. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's just like... I always look at obituaries. I'm like, man, sometimes show it's a like, show picture. the younger. Like, I know it's gonna look out of date, but that's not that's not who that was. I know. It's not. He didn't peak at that moment. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely show people at their peak. Yeah, they would show <laughs> me in seventh grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's uh, go ahead and give that guy credit for being this Bill Paxton's father. He's yeah. he's in another Paxton film that we'll probably get to here in a minute. But he's also in Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. I saw the early parts of yeah. this century. Mm. Um, so that's, Good for that's him. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I, I like your point. I just want to uh, kind of <laughs> piggyback off it about him sometimes propelling other actors. I mean, that's why, like, Big big Love. I Did you guys watch Big Love? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah. I loved Big Love. And, like, it was like, uh, yeah, I, I actually was scared. <laughs> They got to come here to the table and like, I, cause I didn't know, I don't know how people feel about Big Love. I was like a shill for HBO at the time and I was just like, big, big, polygamous, whatever, I'm in. And I think the show, the woman just were just remarkable. I mean, yeah. Was it uh, Jean, Janine, Triplehorn, Chloe Sevigny? Um, She's amazing. Jen, Jennifer with the G Goodwin, or is it Jennifer? Um, they were just so good. But he, like, you know, it's one of those things where. Not, he's not playing the straight guy because he acted his ass off and he got three golden gold knobs that he deserved with, but like it was all revolving around him and, and, and just they, he was making so many people look better and yeah. I think he did that his whole career even as a yeah. lead like in Big Love he, he really defined what it is to be a supporting actor like literally like yeah, just totally picking people dude. up giving everybody something amazing to work off of and you know really like raised their work to high level absolutely so and Chloe I, I don't know whether it's Savigny or I've heard Sevigny. I don't I don't know. She's been she was phenomenal in Bloodline, yeah. oh, and yeah. she is in the Act. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the mm-hmm. Act? Mm-hmm. Phenomenal, yeah, but yeah, absolutely yeah. amazing. She always plays kind of a sort of trashy, but yeah, she's she's kids. She's a party girl. She's like great. Yeah, yeah. yeah Did anyone see? Do you remember his role in Coconut Pete Club Dread? Coconut Pete. Coconut Pete. Coconut Pete. That's what this God. episode should be called. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember much of that film. I did uh, not go back and watch Club Dread. But. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Well, you know, what is what is right with me is that I probably watched it <laughs> the way one should watch it, and therefore nothing stuck. But, dude, that's also, you got to remember that when you go into a B movie, yeah. you know that you're going into a B. Mm. That wasn't the I, one I'm I was going to say. I'm just saying it. Yeah. Well, I love it. But yeah, I love it. I think it's great. I love, I love those ham bone movies. Yeah, we have to talk about. Yeah, so after Simple Plan was his directorial debut. Frailty. Frailty. So that stars Powers Booth. Didn't you just say Powers Booth? Wasn't she in something else? No. Powers Booth. He not. was in. Uh, and uh, McConaughey was in that. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, it was his directorial debut. His father was in it. Uh, well, he stars as the father. His father's also in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Powers Booth is the uh, like the federal agent, and um, I. I think I, you know, there's a twist, and I people should watch this movie. It's actually yeah. really good, so I'm not going to spoil it or the twist. I, I will say I kind of saw it about saw like half of it coming, but I did not see the end coming. Like it still, so even if you think you see it coming, just keep watching. Yeah. Um, Paxton, like he has this uh, this way of playing these characters that have these intense convictions. Yeah, totally. um, You know, see it in Big Love, uh, obviously, and uh, in this one here, it's you know, his conviction is twisted into something really dark, really dark and dangerous. um, But it's it's just terrific. Um, So he also surprised by this movie. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, he he, 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 were you impressed with his um, direction and everything? I mean, yeah, he is. I, d- I didn't do enough research on it, but I came across something where he was actually writing books and stuff. I mean, he's like a renaissance man, for totally. sure. Uh, he did direct something way early in the day before he got into films. It was, um, uh, what's it called? It's called Fish Heads. It was like a little oh, short that weird. was on Saturday Night Live. Like, so he's no like, kidding, really? Yeah, he's yeah. been mixing it up for a while. I'll I mean, check that it's, out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting, everything that he's capable of. Honestly, it's, yeah. it's the more you the more you deep dive into Bill Paxton, the more you. I mean, like, he was in Limp Biscuit Eat You Alive. Oh, the video, yes, yes. yes. Exactly. Well, he was also in a um, uh, what was it? Uh, the damn it! I just I just had it in front of me a minute ago. He was in a New Order video. Yeah. And he was in. He's done a bunch of music video yep. appearances. Apparently, yeah, he was just probably just a super um, cool dude to hang with. That's what you know, you know what I. I, I can't obviously speak on that, but you saw when he passed, you know, sometimes, especially now, people are looking for faults and everything. Everything you saw was, was, yeah, was like really, there. really cool. Um, at age 13, he did, um, he contracted, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? Rheum- rheumatic? Is that the word? Rheumatic yeah, fever? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. <laughs> not a doctor. But um, <laughs> that, that really messed up his heart. And so, obviously, if you think about what happened to him later in life, that's, that's, it's, I mean, yeah. And when you're eating PCP soup, it's probably not not good for your heart. Probably not great. Um, Also, I'd almost like to give it a try. For my kids' benefit, (laughs) I want to say, I, they made me watch more than once Spy Kids Kids 2. Um, He's in that, Uh um, and he plays like. Is he the, is he the villain? I don't remember because yeah. I never watched closely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I remember seeing him. He wears a cowboy hat uh-huh. in the beginning of the like the amusement park or some weird sequence. And yeah, so good for Bill doing taking yeah, it he, all over. You know, well, that's the thing. He kept going. I mean, but he he was in the the third one too. He was. Yeah, don't watch that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, do my it for daughter your kids, won't but. watch Spy Kids with me. I actually keep trying to get her. Like, and she watches like comic book stuff with me. I don't oh, know. She should like. Yeah, it. no, I know. What's That's a, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why she has a Spy Kids stance. Um, did you guys do Hatfield and McCoys? Yes. Yeah, he's. I mean, if you can handle Kevin Costner's oh drawl, like, he really <laughs> Kevin Costner goes hard on whatever accent he decided was that thing. But um, I, I, Bill is awesome in it. I watched all 290 minutes, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, he's terrific. He's terrific. He was Emmy nominated, deserved it. I, 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 I he was outstanding. Yeah. Um, so the colony was soon after. 
Oh, God. <laughs> I think we're soon getting to... Uh, yeah, you, you, I know you, you're waiting on something. There's, there's two, there's two, only two more after this that I am looking to mention. But like, you, I got a couple things. All right, so, good, great. Let's talk about the colonies. Yeah, for well, a minute. I can't. Uh, <laughs> we, you know, you almost should, but maybe shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, all right, let's let's see. It's got Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. You know, but I first saw I the still cast. Call him Larry, and, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you're you know, so close. I remember. Well, I remember when he was a kid. Yeah, and he was Larry Fishburne in Apocalypse yeah. Now. Yeah, absolutely. Now yeah. I just did uh, Apocalypse Now at the Beacon. Okay. Uh, they did the final cut. Yeah, it was well. The Rhythm yeah, was, Devils. Was, I had a big, I had a big uh, Beacon weekend with the Trey Doc, and then I was be- right back for Apocalypse Now. Right. Yeah, good wow. weekend. That's very good. Um, Peeking at the beacon. Peeking at the beacon. <laughs> yeah, there was a, um, a weekend that I did four blocks up from uh, the Beacon Theater mm-hmm. is Stand Up New York, mm-hmm. 78th and Broadway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a weekend where I did uh, a show at 8.15 and then I ran and saw an entire Steely Dan concert. <laughs> And then ran back and oh, did wow. a ten forty five spot. That I was is like, wow. awesome. This is in New York. This, that's only in New York. Only in New York. Can New York. you Absolutely. leave the, the night yeah. with money in your pocket and totally. be like, I just caught them doing the royal scam yeah. start to finish. It was just an amazing place. I love the Beacon so much. I love the Beacon. It's, it's so amazing. Much, yeah. yeah, it really is a beautiful place. Colony. So the co- <laughs> color. Oh, no, no, no it's fine. You guys don't want to talk about it. Beacon, I, I you ever tried? You. <laughs> so like we're trying to help beacon your and colony, <laughs> and it's got. Uh, I saw Trey play about... with the national ones. At <laughs> Did the you really at the Beacon? I used to go to the almonds all the time yeah. there. That's a it's widespread panic I saw there. But yeah. when McConnell was playing with them, and I didn't really like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, where, where's your favorite place to sit at the Beacon? <laughs> Do you prefer? Uh, I, I actually, <laughs> <laughs> the Colony. We're very sorry about so Colony. No, colony. Okay, so the thing about Colony is his role is not that big. He's the uh, power hungry guy who tries to take control of. The colony, yeah, and um, and he plays it up perfectly. You know, things are going bad. He's getting hyper aggressive, but in the end, you know, he does the right thing. That's right. Oh, he does. Yes, nice. he does. Nice. Um, after screwing everything up, first. isn't that a dark movie too? It is. It I is watched a it dark movie, dark, but isn't it take place like underground and stuff, yeah, like it where is. it's supposed to be dark? Yes. Yeah. All right. right. So Again. here, people who think things that happen in the dark should be perfectly bright, I'm making enemies. Um, Just. Adjust your television. Y'all. Adjust your I have television. A, this my, might be I have a button on the this remote. This might be on you, yeah, dude. <laughs> um, next, I have an Edge of Tomorrow, and I think I, I, I yeah, this is one of my favorite uh, sci-fi movies in recent years. Is 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 2014? Can I say recent years? So yeah, dude, it's so funny. <laughs> but it's, it's 2019. Uh, still I, this decade. I loved it, and he plays. He's the most stereotypical like sergeant in it. But it's perfect to come back to him, and like because mm-hmm. it's one of those. It's like it's Groundhog Days of sci-fi military thing. I'm such a fan of this movie, and and again, he's just like he seems to know where he fits in perfectly, and he heightens even. He, he I saw him in an interview talking about it, like. He was talking about how he was doing some lines, and like Tom Cruise is like, "Yes, you get it, yes." And then like, and Bill was like, "I haven't even said anything." He's like, "No," <laughs> you know, he's being all Tom Cruise. He's like, yeah. "No, y- yes, you, you're doing it." And I just think he's so perfect in that wonderful, mm. wonderful film. You know, right around that time, he also had a kind of a recurring character on the Marvel Agents Shield. of Shield yeah, television program, totally. and he was. It, it's you know. 
you could take or leave it's like it. It's the C B C thing of Marvel, and like yeah. they do. I yeah. mean, because Samuel L. would show up once in a while. He, and say he with Agent. Uh, the beginning, yeah. Um, Colson, Colson. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, was, I had the C. I was about to say, and um, yeah, and a couple other uh, side characters yeah. pop in and out. But it, you know, it actually tied into the movie. Absolutely, they made sure that it did like not fear and like it did work within the world, which yeah. was kind of cool. You watch a television show and like you're like, wow, these if Marvel you, people really give a fuck. If you actually <laughs> watched it concurrently when you know when it was coming out, yeah. you know they would have. You know, they'd have the series and they would have a, a break. Then a Marvel movie would come out mm. and then you would pick up where yeah. like, oh my God, they're all Hydra now, you know. And, yeah. and, <laughs> and, yeah, and he was a bad guy. Yep. He yep. was, uh, they thought he was, he was S.H.I.E.L.D. He was Hydra, spoiler. Um, and You're really killing everything. Yeah, see, don't watch it now. We actually, like, in the, like, whatever, if, I don't know if anyone reads these, I don't know how people do their podcasts, but, like, we just write, like, Spoiler, spoiler. It's like, it's like it, no, don't, it's you don't cool. come to us. Like, no, I know. Really yeah. it's still good. I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> no, no, still no. good <laughs> entertainment um, to uh, this show. It, it was it was pretty fun. If you're into those kinds of things, yeah. it's good stuff and good good little Paxton moments. I and mean, he goes crazy, uh, so it's it's fun. Mike. Yeah, buddy. I feel like you're, you, you want to talk about a film. Is it one you were no, doing? I think you're up. I mean, the only one I have left is Nightcrawler. Oh yeah, that's uh-huh. not it. That's not it. No. All right, because I mean, he plays again. Like, as, did you guys see Nightcrawler? I have a yes. Weird, I have a weird love thing. It. I, I love it. Love Nightcrawler, I dude. Fucking love it. I love I, it. I have a weird thing. I think Nightcrawler for Jake Gyllenhaal when he does offbeat, like really nuanced, freaky character. Yeah, he's crazy. Know. I think he's. I think he's. I think he's fucking. I, I think that movie was shot perfect. Absolutely. I thought that there was just a lot. There was of poignancy. Good. It was it really deep. Was. About, I mean, just about like the skeeviness of. Uh, of media, of, yep. of like the ambulance chasing media. That's what it was all about. And in Bill Paxton's character, Joe, I don't know if I wrote Loader or Ladder, but he is like he is like the epitome of that skeevy ambulance chasing like thing. Like he's yeah. trying to push. He's, he's a veteran. Tra- he's a vet. He's yeah. a vet. He's he's even trying to like push um, Gyllenhaal's character to go further. There's a great there's a great scene in it where he's just like giving him like he's like not interested and Gyllenhaal yeah. like gets a scary face that he gets he's like no, yeah, you, you don't get it man. I fucking love I'm that I'm not movie. interested. <laughs> I'm not. It's scary That's such fun. a great movie. I want to go back and watch that again. Yeah. Because that was a real when I wa- I remember that was a that was I was in the theater and I was, yeah. I, was re- I felt rewarded yeah. on that. So that's what I have on films. Gentlemen Did, did you guys not see The Circle? No, no, okay. no, please. I, 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 it, I tried was, to watch it. It was it was after he'd passed, right? It came out after, but he he posthumous. They, I, they I, like to say. I was worried I couldn't say it. Right, I had a little wine. <laughs> <laughs> posthumous is a tough word. Now yes. that you said, I I'm a big it. word fan. Yeah, plays, I'm like you like Bill Paxton. I like words. Yeah, <laughs> words are good. He plays yeah. Emma Watson's father. He has MS. The character has MS, and. um and the movie was just so not entertaining that I had to turn it off, despite the fact that I knew there was more Bill Paxton content. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. Not. Well, one day. No. Never? No, I'm good. You're good. I, I watched... He hasn't seen Braveheart, and he's sad. I think when, he, when, when Jonathan makes a decision... Yeah. There's like... There's a, so much art out there. There's right? some I, movies... I got plenty of time. Of it's beginning filled without yeah. any yep. going back to watch the you run a, you, you run a Grateful Dead... Uh, podcast. There's plenty of work to be done. Yeah, yeah, things, yeah. I've got content Fantastic. to explore. Yeah, you, Mike, got, you guys. You know, I mean, what did we miss? I'm, here? I'm, I'm on the I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> the, the 2000 
high altitude thriller Vertical Limit. Oh, I saw this. Have you never seen Vertical Years Limit? Ago. I feel like I have. I, I don't know. Oh, I don't dude, know what to, I don't know it's what to amazing. Right it's so bad. It's Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like they're, they're was like, he Robin? What's that? Chris O'Donnell. He's he Robin. Robin. He yeah. played he's Robin. Yeah. Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> Poor Chris O'Donnell. When I think when I hear the words Chris O'Donnell, I'm like, oh, he played Robin in the shittiest of Batman. Dude, him and his sister and their father go like. Hiking, ice climbing, like way up climbing, they they lose the father. They're, they're climbing K two. Yeah, like like this they're is doing for like real a big climbing. climb. Yeah, and the father like there's an accident. I don't want to, you know, but you then can, please, please. <laughs> it's been 19 years. I think you can. No man. <laughs> Netflix and Hulu have made time irrelevant. They really have. I went back to watch. I watched the Panic in Needle Park or Needle oh, Park. Wow. Love it. Needle and it Park. was just love it. Real. Wow. Dude. So good, so scary. Mike, so are good. you going to come back and do a Panic in Needle Park podcast? I'll do a Panic in Podcast Park. Absolutely. So anyway, basically, um, Paxton plays Elliot Vaughn, mm. who's this kind of like wealthy creep, uh, creep of a dude. And he's just a villainous, perfect villainous jerk yep. that you, you know... You hate him, but you're just like, what a cool mofo. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's a, it's a, it's that a. sums up Bill, man. Yeah, dude. It's really kind of, that's what I liked about yeah. that. It was like, cause in going through, like, I, I've, I'm not as versed as Mr. Jonathan broke down podcast <laughs> heart. It's over actually here. palace. No, no. <laughs> get it's, it, it's get, get it right. <laughs> but it's just such a, it's such a good, like, uh, it's a shitty, yeah. he's, he's a douchebag. Yeah, here's here's a, a, a quote from the, the film. A character named Tom McLaren says, Are you going to kill me now? Elliot Vaughn says, Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Straight out. Sounds like Pe- yes, yeah. period. Yes. Well yeah. that's yes. I mean, what I was going back to. And I like one. anything that has to do with climbing. Yeah. Are you? Mm. Do you, that's, do you climb? I when I lived in Colorado, I did I don't know if you could see this, I snapped my hand. I was actually phone. looking at it oh, and I hello. didn't know. Yeah, so when I was when I was It I, came through right there. Nope. So I'm looking at the, a scar on the bicep of Mike right and, now. And basically what happened was uh, I was snowboarding when I lived in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, a guy I worked with was a great climber and we went on a couple of climbs and it was I was really about to like invest money and inv- like take totally. lessons and I loved it. And I used to do climbing gyms and shit, but yeah. Um, this was pre. This was pre psilocybin, Colorado. Pre, yeah, well, I mean, Jesus, hours ago, we used to have to buy it illegally at Red Rocks yeah. during a panic yeah. show. But um, I, I was snowboarding, and a little kid lost control of his skis, and he hit the back of my legs. Oh no! And he flipped no. me over, and I landed on my elbow, and my arm snapped completely in half. Oh. And he was like, "Sorry, Mister," and just oh. took off. Oh, oh, oh! And the bone was like that. Uh, so they came up. I'm not good with the shins. Yeah, he's, ski, you, oh. ski patrol came up and they put uh, fentanyl, the stuff that they're putting in everything now. Um, it's put very it in, popular. Put it in my hand and it was like just stop, numb, numb. Stop putting it in my gone. And uh, yeah, right. I know. So uh, they had to open me up and put a plate and eight screws in there to put my arm back together. So there's so what's in, in there right now? A plate and eight screws. Can you walk through metal detector? I can. It's titanium. Titanium. Yeah. yeah. How's um, it feel? TSA pre-check. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't have to take my, nice. <laughs> take nice. my arm off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was in Colorado this past week in Denver and, um, so not a I feel it a little, still. I feel it a little with the yeah. altitude uh, and it was snowing. So I kind of get a little, I've had the surgery and it, it was like 10, 11 years ago. Yeah. Um, I haven't been climbing since, but I really, really would love. 
And then you listen to like Rogan episodes and there's like a guy who like lost his legs and he runs across the <laughs> South Pole and I'm yeah. like, I'm fine. Yeah, but it's like... No one can expect people to be as tough as some of those people. For for the listeners, just to make this, you know, really good, better radio, this scar is about (laughs) seven inches long and an inch wide. A full inch wide. Right on his Full inch wide. Yep. It is... Good good measurements. Good good eye measurements. When they took the wrapping off, there was um, the morphine that they were giving me. It made me, like, really, like... Like morphine. Sweaty yeah, yeah. I hated it. Oh, no, no. <laughs> and I, they pulled it off, and it ripped my skin underneath my arm, and then wow. there were staples. And the doctor just took pliers and started plucking the staples, and my skin had already grown around <laughs> the staples. So, like, by the time he hit the third one, I was out cold. I just passed out on the ground, and I just laid there, and he was just kept plucking them, and it was brutal. It was just I, a year I of... Got, can you see my... Uh, yeah, 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 totally. So that's a little snowboarding action. You know? Really? This so, turned into Jaws. Yeah. yeah. I'll drink to your leg and drink to my Mary Ellen Moffat. Yeah. She broke my heart. <laughs> uh, did you see uh, Free Solo? Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. Wild. Talk about climbing. I love all climbing movies. Yeah, no, I that's right. Really... I, I felt like the king of climbing movies. I just... I Not only is the act... That he he does it, yeah. That's just that's just stupid to me. I can't even get my head around it. But how it's shot, mm-hmm. just like capturing the whole thing, it's beautiful. It's, just, it's, it's absolutely on, on multiple fronts. It's really wonderful. Um, but yeah, I thought that vertical limit. You, I'm you glad you go brought, check it out. I'm glad you brought it's it such a, up. It's such a crummy, like you know, it's a three a.m. Well, that's well, that's what Chris we can say again. It's got about, Scott Glenn though. It's probably a small role. Yeah. It's not amazing. Like, can't we say that about like Bill Baxter movies? We've talked about like some deeper films. Like Simple Plan, I think, is a deep, great movie. We've talked about these blockbusters. Yeah, you have to. We yeah, have to. Yeah. We've talked about these these perfect nerdy movies with Alien Terminator. We've talked about these like cult classics. We've talked about like yeah. just like he's just genre bound. He's versatile. versatile. Yeah. Like in, yeah. in, 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 I mean, we're talking about a legend. We're ta- this is this this ode to Bill Baxter that. I thought Jonathan decided upon, but I actually came up with the idea. It's so apropos, are we right? I kept it alive. You, you, kept, you made is? it. You, you definitely came up made with it this idea. You definitely made it happen. <laughs> That's why I thought. Um, I was wondering, do you guys have any closing thoughts on the great Bill Paxton? God love him. You know, yeah. he uh, he's just he was there for so many years. He's done so many just terrific things mm-hmm. and. Some of them maybe less terrific, but not because of him. Yeah. You know, he's always putting something powerful into the movies. Absolutely. There was one that we didn't talk about that is, it's um, it's hard to watch that it was really early in his career, and I can can hardly remember the name of it. It was um, the, it was really way back. Stalling for time because his IMDb catalog is so long that it takes forever just to scroll to the Absolutely. bottom of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna um, buy you a little stall and, and give my closing thought. Oh yeah, yeah. This is go. the man, the only person on the planet to be killed by a Terminator, an alien, and a predator. That's fucking boss. Whoa. Like that is that is everything right, yeah. to, to that's a nerd closing, like that's a boss to a nerd statement. like me. That is everything. That is Bill Paxton at like his heart. He's all three of those have killed him. All right. So the movie I was looking for was The Dark Backward, and it is a bizarre comedy. Have you seen this? Who, it's who, on who, Amazon. Who, who, who directed it? Uh, the director was Adam Rifkin. 
Oh, he wow. wrote it. Judd Nelson is the other lead. That's such a David Lynch name. <laughs> right? Laura, F- Laura Flynn Boyle is in it, actually. Ooh, wow. Wayne Newton is third bill. No! <laughs> James Caan <laughs> and Rob Lowe. I mean, it's yeah, that's got really... Wow. Deep cuts. So, We've like, done this deep guy, cuts. he's done Vertical all limit. kinds <laughs> of things. Yeah, all kinds of things. And that's... They've been killed by an alien. I, I, thought, I think it's pretty cool. To, I think it's pretty cool to, to... This is an exercise to go yeah. back and look at a body of work and think about where, where you were as a person when that Each movie... Time. Each time. Yeah. Titanic. Yeah. I mean... You were making out in the back row. I was row, French like. kissing in the third row. <laughs> the third uh, but row. then also you think about... Yeah, I was... Exhibitionist. I, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I was into, you I know, voyeur. Yeah. My ex-girlfriend was in the 10th row, so I was showing up. <laughs> no, but um, I think that there's, uh, there's something to be said about looking at a body of work and being like, what person was I when I, watched, I saw Weird Science? Yeah. What person was I when I saw, you know... Totally. All these, yeah. And fun. We've also looked back on it with new eyes. We've actually looked at it at some films that we saw back then with these eyes. And each time we came to the uh, overwhelming conclusion that Bill was always Bill. Bill is Bill. I wish I had the time to rewatch Big Love. Yeah. Yeah, the whole... I don't see me doing it. Not anytime soon. Someday. I enjoyed my time with the Hendrickson film. If you have the the HBO, you can watch their... uh, Anything that was HBO ever is on there. there, See, I have... Do they let you do John... I don't know if they have everything. I don't know if John from Cincinnati... I think there's a couple they're like... Honestly, if you look, there's a couple they like... They're like, uh, yeah, we didn't kind of do that. I wonder if I think John Louis not on it anymore, maybe. I don't, I, I don't know if it is. Yeah, look, probably not. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, I cannot thank you both enough oh, for being it was, here. It was a blast. Jonathan, uh, Broke Down podcast is awesome. Uh, keep, keep crushing it. Everyone check that out. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I love this show. I'm yeah. glad to be a part of it. Awesome. Uh, come back. And Mike. Yeah, dude. Amigos is the shit. Thanks, bro. You too. And thanks for joining us. Of course. And thank you, everyone out there, for joining the party. This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com.